Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Welcome back to the Sean Casey Show. I am Sean Casey. This is a podcast for Patriots, the Casey Commentary. Uh, and uh, today we're doing the history of prisoner swaps based on the big news this week that uh, former WNBA superstar Brittany Griner uh, was imprisoned in Russia uh, for a drug paraphernalia in possession, sentenced to nine years of, uh, you know, break, making big rocks into little rocks. Uh, and of course, uh, the um, the big swap for the Merchant of Death, perhaps uh, the worst prisoner swap in history. Um, well, that's what some are saying anyway. And I thought it'd be good that we shine the light on just how bad this one uh, truly is, uh, because especially with Russia, we have a history of doing this with Russia. And you'll hear some with Iran, but mostly with Russia, because both the United States and the former Soviet Union have been sending spies and spying on each other uh, since the Cold War uh, and um, and beyond. But it seems like of late uh, that the Russians kind of wait until Democrat um, presidents are in the White House so they can totally pull the wool over their eyes and fleece them uh, for the most heinous and horrific uh, individuals they can get their uh, their hands on. Uh, let's flash back a little bit to 1962. Uh, and again, this was Kennedy uh, was in office at the time, and there was a Russian spy, Rudolf Ivanovich Abel, who was a spy, uh, and he was exchanged for U-2 spy pilot Francis Gary Powers. You might remember this story. It was a fairly big thing, big deal at the time, but it was also Steven Spielberg did a movie called Bridge of Spies. I think Tom Hanks was in it, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's all about the uh, able for um, for Francis Gary Powers swap in uh, in 1962, and then that was pretty much it for a while until the 80s. Uh, when Ronald Reagan, who once called the Soviet Union the evil empire, and remember the uh, joke when he thought the microphone was off, wink, wink, uh, the bombing begins in five minutes. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Soviets really, um, they they respected uh, Reagan, uh, and there were four Eastern Europeans uh, swapped for 25, um, you know, again, Americans and, and others, so four Eastern Bloc country Europeans for 25 Americans and others were able to get out, and that was a pretty good deal, uh, but none of them to the level that we've seen of recently. And then a year later, uh, American Nick Daniloff, he was a, um, a journalist. Uh, he was caught in Russia, accused once again of spying. That's usually uh, what they do. He was exchanged for a Soviet physicist by the name of uh, Gennady Zakharov. Uh, again, and this was a nuclear uh, physicist who was here in the United States spying uh, on our, our nuclear secrets, etc. Uh, and it seems to, you know, uh, they get their nuclear physicists back, then we get an American journalist. Now, I'm not, uh, again, it's great anytime Americans are repatriated and freed, uh, but at the same time, it seems again uh, that uh, that may have been a tad lopsided, but not too bad. And then that was about it, really, for about 20 years. And then Obama uh, comes onto the scene. In 2010, uh, 10 Russians were swapped for four U.S. agents 
who allegedly signed written confessions that they were spying uh, while in the Soviet Union. So that uh, lopsided there, 10 uh, Russians get out in exchange for four Americans. But one of the worst deals in the history of these prisoner swaps is 2014. This was not with the Russians. Uh, You might remember Sergeant uh, Sergeant Bo Bergdahl uh, wandered off his base uh, in Afghanistan uh, and uh, and that didn't really wander off. He, he deserted. He left intentionally, and all of the U.S. Army Rangers and others that were spent time looking for this dude, they thought he had been captured, that he had uh, wandered off, or something happened to him, and they put their lives at risk trying to find Sergeant Bergdahl, and we've come to find out he walked off on his own accord, walked right into the hands of the Taliban, and basically... Uh, uh, deserted his uh, fellow Americans and turned against his country. Uh, well, um, again, the army has a, a military as a as a motto: never leave anyone behind, even horrific deserters like Bo Bergdahl, uh, because we want them to face the uniform code of military justice. But Obama had an opportunity to cut a deal with the Taliban, uh, where the Taliban would get five terrorists released from Guantanamo Bay out of Gitmo in exchange for Bo Bergdahl. These were brutal terrorists that fought and killed American troops in Afghanistan, and they were given up for a deserter in Bo Bergdahl, and many of those Gitmo terrorists either A, went back to the battlefield, or B, are now in upper management of the Taliban today in Afghanistan, where thousands of Americans, here we go again, deja vu, uh, a thousand Americans were uh, left behind enemy lines by Chairman Joe Biden. And again, Biden was vice president at the time of this horrific deal. So, yeah, he was kind of had a, you know, a cat's, um, he had a, a bird's eye view, rather, uh, of, uh, of the events that Obama had, uh, the deal that he had brokered there. And then four years later, the United States released three Cuban spies for one U.S. intel agent. Uh, and that was uh, deemed to be a fairly decent swap. It's always lopsided. See, it's always lopsided towards the Russians or the Cubans or the Iranians. They always seem to get more uh, for what we're willing to give up. And then in 2016, in Trump's uh, first deal, Iran freed four. Um, again, uh, these were Marines uh, in exchange for and a Washington Post, uh, a, a Washington Post reporter, I can't remember his name, uh, for seven Iranians, uh, most of them were uh, low-level agents and or folks who had infiltrated the country. Uh, and then finally, in 2019, Iran freed an American grad student uh, in exchange for Iranian scientist Masoud Soleimani. Once again, Soleimani uh, was pretty uh, integral in trying to develop the Iran uh, nuclear uh, deal. Uh, so that being said, uh, there was, we are being told by former ambassador Bolton, who did work in the Trump uh, administration that the Russians came a calling and offered former Marine Paul Whalen, uh, in exchange for, um, Victor boot, uh, the merchant of death. Trump turned that deal down saying there was no way he could let uh, boot go based on the thousands of people he killed and that the Americans that he, uh, targeted for death as well. And that was pretty much it until uh, earlier this year. Uh, in April, Trevor Reed, a former Marine, uh, was um, also 
uh, basically um, exchanged for a Russian arms and or drug smuggler by the name of Konstantin uh, Yazashenko. Uh, but uh, Yazashenko nowhere near uh, the uh, the final. So uh, this is the one that takes the cake. I would rank this right up there, actually worse uh, than the Bo Bergdahl for five Gitmo terrorist uh, deal that Obama brokered in, in 2014. This one, the Merchant of Death, uh, Victor Boot, uh, in exchange for a, um, a black lesbian WNBA uh, basketball player uh, who got caught over there with a vaping pipe or pen uh, with some um, cannabis oil or hash oil, whatever it was, uh, and was sentenced to nine years after pleading guilty. Uh, it seems like we gave up way too much, and it is a disturbing pattern, if you notice, the two worst deals in the history of the United States in these prisoner swaps both came during Democrat presidencies uh, with uh, Barack Obama in 2014, and this week, with joe biden freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction thanks for joining us for the casey commentary we're back on monday with a brand new episode of the sean casey show a podcast for patriots don't forget to tell your friends spread the wealth and share the information as we continue to fight against the resistance uh, to make sure we don't turn into a marxist hellhole that they want to turn us into until monday have a great weekend remember stay free 